Welcome to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about our one reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here's Roberta. Welcome to Seek Reality. I'm Roberta Grimes and I'm so happy you're with us today. Among all the tragic and frustrating problems besetting the world today, arguably one of the worst of them is not among those that come first to mind for most people. I would argue that it's the simple fact that most of the more than 7 billion people now living on Earth are unaware of the glorious truth that our lives really are eternal. And we're in the process now of doing something about that. In fact, since we record these Secret Reality episodes three weeks before they go live for you, by the time you hear this, you likely will be able to go to Secret Reality online now and begin immediately to learn the truth for yourself. But I know from the emails that I get daily from the news and just from everywhere and for my whole life long that most people are clueless about the fact that human life really is eternal. And that is a fact that's tragic and frustrating, and it's completely a necessary problem, which is one big reason why we continue to do these Seek Reality episodes for you each week. And we've been doing them for more than nine years now. Believe it or not, we continue to promote the wonderful work of some amazing people, too, who were at the forefront of teaching the truth about death and the afterlife. One of them, of course, is Sandra Champlain, who will be with us again in just a few weeks. And another is Sonia Rinaldi, the Brazilian expert in electronic transcommunication. She's the wonderful subject of Sandra's recent movie about electronic transcommunication. And our guest today is Roseanne Groover Norris, who would much rather, frankly, not have been one of the stars of Sandra's and Sonia's wonderful new movie. But given that Roseanne has a child who is now in spirit. Her spotting him in Sandra's photo transmitted from the Brazilian station in the afterlife was, of course, rather exciting for Roseanne. Roseanne Norris grew up in Binghamton, New York. She is the mother of five children, and one of them is now in spirit. She's also a grandmother of six, and she considers them all to be her best accomplishment in life. In fact, of course, they are. I understand that. I have my own accomplishments, and I feel that way myself. In January of 2018, Roseanne's middle child, a 30-year-old son named Lee, succumbed to an accidental carbon monoxide poisoning in his home, along with his dog, Buddy. This devastating event left her in despair. She found a, a good grief counselor, but he passed too just a few months later, so she was left to figure out her new reality for herself. She says that she read books, she listened to podcasts, and she was ultimately led to helping parents heal, where she now is an affiliate leader and a caring listener. And I'd like to put in a little plug for helping parents heal. If you ever need them, helping parents heal is one of the great resources for grieving parents. I remember when they were just starting out, and uh, frankly, they treat the problem of, of parents losing children in just the right way at just the, they set just the right note. We've had other grieving parents on who were part of helping parents heal and, uh, and they are indispensable that that group is doing God's work really in the world. 
Roseanne is also the author of Believe, A Journey of Loss, Healing, and Hope, which was ranked number one in several categories in both the U.S. and internationally. She's a contributing author to the anthology Ordinary Oneness, The Simplicity of Everyday Love, Grace, and Hope. She's also a contributing, contributing a whole chapter to Camille Dan's upcoming anthology, which has actually just been published. And Camille Dan is going to be also a guest before long on Seek Reality. Now, Roseanne is working on a second book. Roseanne, I'm so glad to have you with us. Welcome. Thank you, Roberta. I'm happy to be here today. Whenever we have a first-time guest, our listeners love to get to know you a little bit. So tell us just a little bit more about your life and your past. Well, um, besides my bio, I will tell you that I I was uh, raised Catholic um, and you know, always had a belief, but I always questioned everything. And, um, you know, I remember when I was in first grade, my, uh, the nuns said that my non-Catholic friends were going to hell if they, you know, if they didn't weren't Catholic and that really scared me. And so I was very afraid. Uh, That was my biggest fear in life. And, And I found something that I wrote in 2016, um, and I wrote just that my biggest fear was going to hell. And now I kind of look back and my, my whole belief system has been shattered and reformed. And of course, that's no longer a fear of mine. So, <laughs> right. Well, we, 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 we can actually be very confident. There is no hell. We've, we've checked that out pretty thoroughly. There yeah. isn't, there's no hell never yeah. has been, never will be. Yes. Yeah. So as you said, in 2018, my son leaped. Uh, passed from uh, accidental carbon monoxide poisoning. And, and it just, I didn't think I could survive um, the loss of a child. Um, and so when I found helping parents heal that it really, I mean, all these things, helping parents heal the podcasts I've listened to the books I've read just um, gave me such strength and hope and, and really the knowing that life just continue. And I get so many signs from Lee that really has confirmed this for me. I think I, I as I, as I told you, I, I got your book uh, really just a day before um, we're, we're doing this interview. So I got to read most of your book, not quite all of it, but, but um, I, 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 I want to say that, I want to say it was very affecting to read about your finding his body and what a terrible, terrible thing it was to read about your grief. But I want to be sad, but I have to tell you, and it was very affecting, but still I, I couldn't be sad for you because I knew what you were going to, you were learning, even as you were finding all of these things, you were getting so many signs for, I mean, it was like he, he was yelling at you even as, <laughs> Is he, he was saying, I'm right here, mom. Here I am, mom. Yeah. And, 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 and it, the signs were all around you. It was, it was, I, it was beautiful, even as it was awful. And so, I mean, your, your book is really quite beautiful. Thank you. Thank but, you. But, but even though, even though, it, so I, I, I was trying to be sad. I really was trying to be sad. It was, it was, it was an effort though, because it was still so beautiful all the same. Was that, is that a sad thing? Is that wrong for me to say that? No, no, because uh, you're right. I, I Even through 
all that pain that I was feeling, I, I knew there was a way out. And I, I just knew that I was going to be okay. Um, at first, I didn't want to be I didn't even want to be here. But then I, I just felt I could feel myself growing from the inside out. And, um, you know, one little sign at a time or so. No, I, from your perspective, no, I, it's not wrong to think that um, at all. I mean, I was I was happy for you that your son, who who I, I think was somewhat troubled, because because I met him when he was already he was he had already transitioned, really, um, mm-hmm. and 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 he seems to be, have been a lot happier almost right away. It was like yay! Now I'm happier now, and, and in fact, very happy right away. And 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 he was he was really happy. And and it, you you went to Sonia's, and and I, I don't mean to skip ahead, but I'm so happy oh. for your son now because he's in love for heaven's sake. Yeah. Yes. Well, I I just had a, a recent reading. He had said that he goes, I really like this. No one tells me what to do, when to do it. I'm just chillaxing. So, so um, it's like he really is free now, and he's really yeah, happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you mentioned um, Sandra. Yes, you went That's, to her. You went to one of her. Yeah. We don't die conferences, and and then you really seem to come alive. Yes, um, you know it was it was when she presented. It was uh, 2019, and I went to this um, the conference. We don't die in Boston, and and her first guest or her first speaker was Sonia Rinaldi, and I remember thinking that it was kind of it seemed pretty out there to me. I thought oh, well, <laughs> it is. Yes, <laughs> isn't that amazing and wonderful? It is. It is, but I then I thought, okay, you know, why are you here? But it's to learn, right? So just be open and, and listen. And so I did, and I thought it was very interesting. But then it was a few weeks later, um, maybe six weeks later is when I found Lee's image after Sandra said, hey, we have a lot of unknown images that have been published. Take a look. And so I thought... Um, so I did, and there he was. I just knew it immediately. It really was. He has a very distinctive face. That was the same kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wasn't sure why he, although he passed at 30, why he would look so young. And later, I somebody said that they sometimes appear at an age that they were really happy in human life. So that makes sense to me, that he looked yeah. about 12 years old. Um so yeah, that was so that started it off. Um, you know, really my knowing, you know, just like just kind of sealed that deal there. Now, how did you meet the mother of his girlfriend? When when did that happen? Oh, are you speaking of Lisa? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, well, she's not his girlfriend. Um, um, what happened is I published his on Sonia's Brazilian page, Facebook page, uh, a picture of Lee at 12 and the image that came through. And so Lisa contacted me and said, Hey, you published on this, her Brazilian page. I don't usually check that page, but I did today. And I saw what you posted. And she said, I'll, I'll ask Sonia to take a look at it. And Sonia did. 
And she said, she confirmed, she said, yes, I believe this to be your son. But, you know, then she said, what about the dog up in the corner? Or, and she had it circled uh, on an email that she sent right, back right. to me. And I was, I was, I looked again and there was two eyes and a snout. Buddy was there. Yeah, his and dog. I, yeah, his dog. So you, so anyhow, um, then Lisa, we started going back and forth and talking and um, we found out that we had that both Lee and her daughter, Amber in spirit had the same birthday. So I know the two of them brought us together. And so then it, we've become friends since then and, and have met in person. And um, Lee actually, um, my husband had an experience, uh, a dream visit where he said he saw him standing at the end of his bed with a his arm around a dark haired girl, which we think could have been Amber because he said that we didn't, he goes, I didn't know who it was. It was just a beautiful, dark haired girl. And Amber, her daughter had dark hair. So it was kind of a beautiful thing. What, what, did they say they were going to the country? <gasps> yes. Oh, well, that was the, th- um, so Lisa <laughs> had met in a trans meditation she said she had met Lee. He was with Amber and that they sometimes live in the country with, with other friends and, and that he was wearing a flannel shirt. And <laughs> this is like a whole soap opera. I mean, it, I couldn't get over it. <laughs> and I thought that's, what I, he never wore flannel. So I kind of was doubting that a little bit. And, and I thought, well, <laughs> let it go you know and and so um I just said okay fine and and so fast forward I um on Lee's birthday last year I had a um reading um with Ann Van Ordstel who wrote the foreword for my book Believe and she said oh Lee's here and she described him as she said he's wearing a flannel shirt (laughs) (laughs) What? This is so amazing. I mean, this is how they live. They they have whole new lives there. If anyone doubts it, just listen to these stories. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my gosh, it was blowing my mind. But then she said, he's oh, and he was out. Her, his boots were muddy because he he was in uh, out in the woods walking because he he's like lives in the country. So there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's again, living he's living the life he would have wanted to live here and he's yeah. living it there yeah and so it even got crazier because she said well he's walking he he's with a lab and she said um did you ever it's have Amber's a lab? lab yes and it turns out to be it's amber's lab that yeah uh, right. i mean you can't make this up <laughs> no it's amazing and wonderful oh my so, oh, oh. It, oh, you could be so happy for your son. He's just having so much fun. Oh, my dear. Definitely. So it, it really is wonderful. It really is. He's coming into his own. It's so wonderful. But the, the, the thing that I want you to understand and I want everyone to understand is if this is the kind of thing that happens there our lives can begin there isn't that beautiful aren't you happy for him he can really be free there 
and you're going to join him. And it goes on for as long as people want it to want it to go on. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is so beautiful. And, and, to, and to see all the signs he's been giving you, I mean, it must make you crazy sometimes. It goes, <laughs> he's trying, he's giving you signs constantly. Yeah, yeah. Even this morning, I was in my kayak, kayaking around, and I thought, oh, I'm, you know, I'm retired, but I thought, I feel like I'm busier than ever. And the, <laughs> right, and the word, and all of a sudden I hear purpose like in my head, like, so right. I know, I know I'm doing the right, you know, the right thing. I, I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. Yes. So. Yes. Oh my. Oh, thank you for sharing that. I'm sure you're making so many people smile as they listen to that. I hope so. I mean, it, it's, it's that this is, this is the kind of thing that he is, you are making your son so happy that you're sharing these stories because he's happy and you're happy too, much happier, much happier. He is much happier than he ever was here. I'm sure. Yeah, I am too. And, and I know sharing the stories of all, all the parents, like in helping parents heal. I mean, it's so important to share these with, you know, those that are coming up behind us, um, that are deep in grief. And I know those stories helped me. And now, you know, I feel it's like, this is what I have to do. It's my obligation to turn around and help the next, you know, parent I meet. And I've had so many connections with various parents, like, like Neil Dan, uh, how our kids have brought us together. Um, It's, it's fascinating because apparently she heard my interview on with Sandra Champlain on we don't die, bought my book and read that. And, and, never reached, never reached out to me until I had a, um, an online helping parents heal meeting. And she decided to join that and then asked me to contribute to, to her book. Her, um, so I contributed my chapter and what's very, so interesting is somebody pointed out that my chapter ended on page 146 and page 146 of Sonia's published um, e-magazine was where I found Lee's image. (laughs) (laughs) So so wonderful. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that was amazing. And so we've, you know, uh, just so many connections, so many, you know, you can just go on and on. Little synchronicities. Yes. Wonderful. Yes. You call yourself now you call yourself a shining light parent and not a bereaved parent anymore. This is very true. A lot of work, but yes. That's what we're trying to do with our website that soon be to be live. Um we're we're trying to help people understand that the 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 separation between here and where those that we love who've gone on ahead of us are now is paper thin. There's hardly a separation at all. And, and the only the only separation is that we can't see them physically. We can't hug them physically, but we certainly can hug them in our minds. They're right here with us now. And it's it's it almost seems foolish that we're 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 bothered by the little inconvenience of not being able to put hug them in our arms, but we'll be doing that soon. It's it's just uh, you know, all we have to do is think of them and they're right here with us. 
So, you know, when, if, if you're able to teach as many parents as possible that they're right here with us, if you're, if you're, you're able to teach them, you know, hey, you know, you can hug them in your heart just the way you did before. Yeah. You can you can cause so much joy and banish so much grief. Just think of the good you can do in the world. And then yeah. you're, you're going to make Lee so proud and so happy. Thank you. Yeah, the, we have not done well in our society, um, you know, about death. You know, we, we've we've hidden it. We've ran from it. And so I, you know, I feel that, you know, we really need to, to educate people about, you know, that, yeah, there is a, a greater reality there. We are going to be together. We are going to continue. And you know, it, it, I'm human and yeah, I, you know, I miss him physically, but I, I know this, you know, I have such a strong belief now that it, it takes that sting away of not physically having him here. How are your other children doing? They're doing better. Um, you know, I, some of them, you know, are have, have really a hard time kind of, they haven't dove in you know, as, and, and so, um, but they have signs, they've had some beautiful signs and I know they, they believe, but I, I'm, they struggle with their sibling, you know, not physically here, but thank you for asking. It's it's hard. It's not an easy journal journey. (laughs) So, um, yeah, well, that, that, I mean, it isn't, and each of us is an, on an individual journey, and, and we have to be, deal with it in our own individual way. So, yeah, it is, it's difficult. And you as a mother, you know, have to watch, watch them go through it. So that that's hard for you. Um, it It is difficult. Yeah, right. And, and, and the grandkids, and um, he was very, he was the uncle that, like, played we'd have a family gathering and he'd be under a pile of kids all sweaty and wrestling and the rest of us are you know standing around and he just you know they wouldn't let him quit and I don't think he wanted to he he, he didn't so um you know they they all miss him but kids are I think kids are much more resilient than you know younger the younger they are and um so one of the points that that um, he makes that you you mentioned in your book is that he did take a planned exit point. Um, he was aware of having done that. Um, we we when we plan our lifetimes, we plan uh, two or three exit points into our lives. And um, and and you say that he told you that he had taken a planned exit point that he he decided this was where he was going to leave. Um, yeah. And he apologized. He said, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry that it it hurts you that he did that." Um, but it, he he thought it was his time to go. Yeah. When when I um, it was one day, and I heard like when I heard him say in kind of in my head, you know it, that I I knew about exit points. Let me back up for a minute. I had read about them, and I thought I I didn't know how I felt about them, and I really didn't kind of, kind of, I wasn't sure I bought into it or, you know, but, um, then I, he really one day in meditation said to me that he had just scooted out a little early 
Yeah. And that's when I went, whoa, I would never say that about, you know, his, his transition. And so it started to bring me more comfort that I thought, okay, you know, maybe something, if we have those exit points, like you say, then maybe something, a, a worse, you know, some tragic or tragic, question. Um, how do I put it? Uh, like something worse was coming down the pike, like maybe an illness that I had to see him uh, suffer yeah. along e- illness. So, so that kind of brought me more comfort that maybe his soul said, well, this is, yeah, this is an easy exit. I will take this one. <laughs> so. well, well, yeah. And, and it was when you think of it, I mean, he went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And and woke up there, um, and and he certainly seems like a happy guy now. He really does. Yeah, he's got a yeah. ton of friends, and they go to the country and get their boots muddy. <laughs> I I learned something new though because I didn't know they had mud there. I mean, <laughs> I really didn't. This is new. You want mud? You got mud. <laughs> That's that was new to me. I didn't even know they were boots <laughs> I think it's kind of fun <laughs> yeah I mean I uh, hey I guess you create your own, your own <laughs> thing so. right you I want to do all of that sure. yeah sure. yeah oh my goodness it sounds like they have such fun yeah I mean we learned from Mikey that you can have snow and it doesn't if you want cold snow you can have it if you don't want it to be cold it's not necessarily going to be cold <laughs> So there's all there's all kinds of things that you can have, but you say that you you've uh, experimented with with the pendulum. Have you has that worked? That has worked beautifully for me. Um, it's because of Carol and Mikey Morgan that on your show that I really got curious about it. And a, a couple years ago, maybe two two or three years ago, and I, I so I picked one up and I and immediately. Uh, started working um and then one day so I you know had my yes no and I have a notebook and I write my questions and then I worked with the pendulum and one day I thought well I'm gonna ask him to show me because it was yes no maybe or I don't know and one day I thought I'm gonna show me (laughs) I love you and the thing went so my, I don't know, was counterclockwise and it started going crazy in a clockwise <laughs> motion. Oh, it just, it was so wide and so fast. I couldn't believe it. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's worked fairly well. <laughs> that's wonderful. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. A pinch. Pendulum, uh, it, it's, uh, for some people, a pendulum can work really well if you have a good connection with the person you're communicating with. But it's very important if anyone wants to try pendulum communication. Carol says it's very, very important that you call for the person that you want to communicate with, that you have a good connection with, and um, call for that person and say, oh, she always says, Mikey, Mikey, my son, Mikey, and only my son, Mikey, because the one time she forgot to do that, she got some kind of weird other spirit. And we, we want to make sure that doesn't happen because you can get who knows you, who you might get. But obviously, you and Lee have a nice, nice, close connection there. Yeah, but that's good advice. Yeah, I always say, you know, is this you, you know, yeah. me? And so I, I ask for him and then say, is this you? Is this really you? And so, 
I haven't had any weird experiences, thankfully. <laughs> well, tell us a little bit about being part of Rinaldi, the San Rinaldi movie. Oh, that was that was wonderful, a wonderful surprise. I, I um, was asked by, well, Caroline Chang is a friend of mine, and she had been contacted um, uh, by Robert Lyon to interview. And so I, I got to interview with him. And that was, that was such a beautiful, powerful uh, documentary. And I was so appreciative to be part of it. Um, you know, I just told my story from, from the We Don't Die conference and how, you know, Lee came about in the, you know, afterwards as an unknown. And I remember, you know, well, I had asked Sonia, like, uh, you know, how did this happen? And she said, uh, because she didn't work with me to bring his image through. She knew nothing about me. And, um, but she said it was probably a wormhole through a wormhole. And I wasn't sure what, what that really was. (laughs) (laughs) So I left it at that. (laughs) Okay. But um, yeah, it was, it was great to be part of that documentary. And I, I, if anybody hasn't seen it, I would wholeheartedly recommend it. It was, it was just a fantastic documentary and, and it did win, take first place in a film festival. I can't think of the name of it, but um, it, it, it's quite a powerful film. The the uh, way to get death the documentary is just to go to Sandra Champlain's website, which I believe is we don't die.com, but just, uh, or even just Google Sandra Champlain, it'll come right up and uh, it's offered there. But, uh, but Sandra's doing, oh, God's work in the world. She's just a wonderful, wonderful human being. Can't say enough wonderful things about her. Um, I agree. She, she and her, her Sunday gathering and everything that she does is just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful human being. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, she's, this, this was her inspiration. She's trying to do as much as she can to further uh, the work of another shining light in the world who, who uh, is Sonia Rinaldi, who is working without any support, without anything. She's, She's just offering herself to spirit to bring forth uh, the these. She's she basically is a lab assistant to people not in bodies who are working um, with the Brazilian station uh, of non-material beings uh, trying to bring forth uh, this evidence uh, that that we are eternal beings. It's just we don't understand anything about what's going on not yet because there's too much negativity in the world but as we work to clear away the negativity which all of us are doing in our different ways um more and more of this is going to begin to be clear to us and more and more of the truth is going to come to light it's it's a fascinating process and each of us in our different ways and you too my dear Roseanne are doing your part um we are all working to make the truth come to light it's quite an amazing, amazing time to be alive. Truly extraordinary. It is. But talk a little bit, to, if you're willing to do it, about the grieving process, that, which you've been through. And clearly from the book that you wrote, it, it, it hit you like a ton of bricks, what happened in, in your life, totally unexpectedly. And he didn't commit suicide quite clearly. I mean, this was totally an accidental process. Yeah. Because 
carbon monoxide poisoning coming from a defective furnace is just something that can happen. And it happened to your son. Um, talk about how, how the, a little bit about, uh, because I knew he was, and clearly he was giving you, he was right there with you and giving you all these signs that he was fine. And, and I knew how this was going to turn out. And I should not have been so light about what was happening to you. Clearly you were a woman in deep grief. Can you give us a little bit of, of what it was like to go through this and how it, how it changed you and, and what happened from your perspective? Yeah. Um, like I said, it was, it was deep grief. I mean, I didn't think I could survive it. I didn't at first, I didn't want to survive it. I just had never experienced, I didn't know there was that kind of pain. A human could experience that kind of pain. Um, but you know, I, I didn't know how I thought, but like I said before, you know, I, some, something inside me, some little spark in there, or maybe it was Lee just knew that somehow I was going to find my way out of that darkness. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think I went back to work and three weeks after I went back to work, I, I came home and I turned on the TV and there was doctor, I just for background noise. And there was Dr. Oz and he had, and he was interviewing, uh, Dr. Mary Neal and, um, Dr. Um, oh my gosh. Um, uh, oh, he had them. I can't think, <laughs> but anyhow, so it, I thought, Oh, this is weird. Uh, and so that kind of kicked me off in, but I, um, so like I said, I started listening reading books and, and listening to podcasts. And, and I started journaling well, I, right away um, because it was someplace I could put my pain. And I would recommend that to anybody because you, you just, you can't carry that pain and stuff it down. You just, so I, I started journaling and I think I wrote 12 journals in the first couple of years, which turned into my book, but, um, uh, so, and meditation was a key piece for me as well to help to try to get that deep grief out of me, um, up and out and crying. I think there's crying is very healing. Um, yes. It, it actually it is. It, it's, a uh, that's, that's been demonstrated. In fact, it, it's, uh, it's necessary. We, we encourage it. But then you have, then you get past it. And actually, that's one thing that the book is useful for. I, I think it's useful for people who are grieving because it shows how it helped you to go through these things. Um, it's like it, it is a journal. Uh, yeah. Part of the book is a journal. Yeah. Uh, well, I started writing it differently. Um, I thought I was going to write a chapter book. And then one day I just in medita- I just heard write it as you wrote it. So that's why it ended up in the journal format. And I thought, well, that, you know, to help people in, like I said, in that early process, see the day to day that, yeah, you can feel this deep pain and here, you know, just one day at a time, one step forward and, and towards feeling better towards healing. So it's like growing from not believing to knowing. Yeah. 
And and I think that that happens. I've worked with with people who were going through that, and and your your journey was pretty much what what it is for a lot of people. Um, I, I'm just wondering if you had if you had started out knowing. Um, I have since I became certain of what's going on. I have lost people. I lost my mother. Um, I didn't cry when my mother died. I was so happy for her. It was so hard to, it's hard to cry when, when, when you know how happy your mother is now. Uh, you, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, I don't think, I think I would cry for a child, but I, uh, yeah. I, I'm curious to see how it's going to change the world when we really know, when we all really know what a joyous time this is when people arrive. I think you have to, I mean, we're human and and you're still going to feel the grief. Even if you don't cry, you're going to miss the person. You'll miss the person from your life. That's, that's yes. true. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I know now that I, I can, you know, I, I won't be in that dark of a place. I know that I can, can, ha- you know, handle if that's the right word, but I, I know that I'd be fine. Yeah. And I, Handle is a good word. Yes. <laughs> you know, Man- manage it in your life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Be, be, be glad, being glad for him that, as you said, you, you're, there's so many things that could have happened in his life. People say, oh, he'll never get married. He'll never this, he'll never that. But on the other hand, he'll never get cancer. He'll never you know, have a horrible accident and, and suffer. Right. Um, and he's having a heck of a fun, a lot of fun in the woods with somebody else's lab. <laughs> <laughs> having the time of his life, he says. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's having the time of his life. <laughs> I, I love that. And I just got tingles on my head, which is always his communication to me. Um, I, I am on the left side of my head when I, when he acknowledges something. So it's, I just got that feeling. <laughs> but, but see, isn't that beautiful? Think of yeah. that. Yeah. Think of how he is enjoying the fact that you're in, you're so much a part of his life still. And yeah. he's so much a part of yours. Yep. I know that. I just yeah. want people to understand that that's so true for them. I mean, Carol still has, Mikey, Mikey transitioned in 2007. That's a long time ago. And yet he is so deeply part of Carol's life. It's as if he never left. Wow. Yeah. That's Isn't that beautiful. wonderful? Yeah. Yeah. So. She's, she's going to be helping from the beginning. She's going to be doing grief counseling at Seek Reality Online. And we asked her what, what you know, we, we said, well, we're not making much in the beginning, but we think we'll make much soon, you know, make some money soon. We'll pay you. She said, I don't want to take any payment. This is, I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I'm helping because I want to help. She's just recently retired. And, you know, she's doing this for him because, <laughs> Because he's so much a part of her life still. She's so grateful that that's, that that's possible. That's As you beautiful. say, having him still in the, these people we love so much never left. They're still in our lives so deeply. Yeah. What's people the price do. of that? There's no yeah. price you can put on that. No. And if people, yeah, truly knew that, it, it would just, 
ease their suffering so much. And that's why I think, you know, um, everyone, all of us that kind of are doing the work in our, in our own way, this is, you know, we're, we're bound to, to teach this and, and get the word out, keep telling the stories, keep, and, and one by one, people hopefully will wake up to the truth. Yeah, that, that's what's exciting about being able to do this work. It is such a privilege. It's such a joy. Oh, my goodness. Well, you are certainly a shining light, I have to say. I'm so happy to have met you. I'm so happy to be able to, to be able to know you. And you certainly are doing wonderful work uh, with helping parents heal because people, when they're in the depth of grief, to meet somebody who has who is having these experiences that you're having every day, what... What a relief for them to be able to hear the stories you have to tell. Yeah. yeah. That, that is such a joy that you're able to share that. I or owe that organ. I don't, this organization helping parents heal. I, I just, I, they helped me in the darkest of times after I lost, you know, my, my um, counselor and who was a beautiful person. And um, so I feel this is how I can, can not repay them, but I, I want, you know, I want to be part of this organization and I just believe in what they're doing so much. They're helping so many people. Yeah. They're, they're just doing really God's work. As I say in the world, this is, this is uh, these people feel they've, they've all had this experience. They've all grown from it and they're, they're really spreading the light. They're doing it so beautifully. And so are you, my dear. Thank you. I'm so sorry that we're coming to the end of our time now. What what do you want people to take away from our conversation today? Just, I would like them to know if they're suffering in, and in that dark place of grief and pain, especially, you know, from um, child transitioning that, that there is hope that they can heal. They can, um, the, you know, to learn the truth, to seek the truth that we really don't die and that we're going to, we're all going to be over there sooner or later and it's going to be grand. <laughs> yeah. And you're going to get to have wear muddy boots in the woods with somebody else's lab. <laughs> I cannot imagine anything more fun than that. <laughs> that's wonderful oh lee is such a he's really coming into his own more and more i mean his his fun he's having the time of his life now (laughs) and he says that oh my wonderful my my, my wonderful friend lee i can't wait to meet you too (laughs) (laughs) thank you but consider yourself hugged my dear thank you for being with us today thank you roberta thank you for having me Everyone, we've come to the end of our time yet again. This has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. I'm so happy you were with us today. Please never forget that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, you never will end. And when you really get what that means, it changes everything in your life for the better. Next week, I think, we're not sure yet. There are two or three people that we think we're going to possibly have it our, as our guests. As if Everything is in turmoil here, primarily because we aren't sure exactly of the date when we're going to go live with Seek Reality Online. We're still putting the final touches on what is going to be live by the time you hear me say these words. 
But this week, we've been talking with Roseanne Norris, who is the mother of five children, one of whom is now in spirit. And he is having more fun than he's ever had in his life before, because now he realizes for sure that his life goes on forever. In January of 2018, our guest today, Roseanne Norris's beautiful son, her 30-year-old son, Lee, succumbed to an accidental carbon monoxide poisoning. And then he appeared in pictures that Sonia Rinaldi is receiving in Brazil. So Roseanne joined him in the Sonia Rinaldi movie. And being a part of that helped her to heal, as you're hearing. And now she's having fun with her son. And he is in spirit, but he's a part of her life as he always has been. Roseanne works now with Helping Parents Heal, where she is an affiliate leader and a caring listener. And my dear friends, of course, it's time to mention once again that the Afterlife Research and Education Institute is Seek Reality Online's wonderful nonprofit cousin. AREI is headed by our beautiful friend, Dr. Craig, R. Craig Hogan. Craig is the sole living person who is most on top of everything afterlife and greater reality. AREI puts out a wonderful monthly newsletter. Just go to afterlifeinstitute.org. Sign up to learn as much as you can from the man who remains my primary teacher. As you know, my own nonfiction books are Liberating Jesus, My Thomas, The Fun of Dying, The Fun of Staying in Touch, The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of Living Together. And soon now, after after we get the, the website going, we'll be able to, to put out The Fun of Growing Forever, The Fun of, well, uh, sorry, <laughs> The Fun of Loving Jesus, Embracing the Christianity that Jesus Taught. And in conjunction with that, we're going to be putting out Jesus's own website. For young children, there is the fun of meeting Jesus, and you can order all of these books through the bookstores, through any bookstores, actually, or on Amazon.com, and the adult books are available as audiobooks. If you want to talk about any of my books, or if you want to talk about anything at all, just, you know, sit around, chew the fat, have fun talking. You can always contact me through the green contact block on robertagrimes.com. I answer every email as long as you give me your correct email address. Past episodes of Seek Reality are available on webtalkradio.net, realrevolutionradio.com, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and just about anywhere you can find podcasts. Many people just get the Seek Reality app, which is available for free just about anywhere you can find apps, and, um, or, and of course, always in the iTunes app store. And meanwhile, everyone, this has been Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Please enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, always knowing, never for a moment forgetting that you, you are a powerful, eternal being. And you in particular, you in all the universe, you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Roberta blogs and answers questions at robertagrimes.com. Join us every week as we explore what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about the one reality we all share. Knowing the truth changes everything.